Welcome to the Beauty Way podcast. I am your host, Leandra Valencia, and on this show, we will explore how to live a more beautiful life. I will gather the most inspiring humans I know and dive into their most magical methods of healing, growing, and living. So get ready for a playful education, deep conversations, and walking the beauty way. Woo! <laughs> All right, season two, let's go. I will do this first episode solo just to get give you a little update, I guess. The Beauty Way podcast, it used to be Soul Family, which still is a lovely name, but I figure the Beauty Way is more resonant now. And yeah, anyway, I'm I'm back. I'm back with the podcast. And I figured I'd do this first episode solo just so I can connect with you guys listening and tell you what's up, what's my vision for this podcast. Where have I been? It's been nearly a year since I ended season one, kind of um, spontaneously. It wasn't really planned. It wasn't really a planned ending. I started um, recording this podcast last year and before I went out traveling and I was going to use it as like a travel, uh, travel journal and I never got as far as to interview other people. That will happen in this season. I've already recorded some episodes with some magical human beings, which I'm so excited to share with you. But yeah, I I did record a few episodes last year and I stopped around New Year's. I was traveling and with the like inconsistent routine of traveling, it became quite difficult to keep it up after a while. And also like very unexpected things happened while I was traveling. So I think last time I updated you, you know, I first I was in Ecuador at my yoga teacher training last year and I told you a little bit about that. I told you about my first ayahuasca journey on the yoga teacher training. I told you when I got to Colombia and kind of fell out of this yoga teacher training bubble and it was very, very hard for me to get to Colombia. And then I went to Mexico and Mexico was even harder to be in. I met up with some friends from back home, but the dynamic was completely different and off and I didn't get what I need and it was way too hot. And yeah, I did record some, an episode from Mexico as well, but I actually left Mexico, Mexico in quite a rush. Like I just got this like urgent calling to leave and that's what I did. And when I left, I'd say that's, when everything kind of changed, when a deep, deep journey really, really started. So I didn't really have the capacity to to record any more episodes at that time. I was very just present in my life. And gosh, so many things happened. I, that was about halfway into my journey. And so I had like half the time left, like after New Year's. And then I came home back to Norway in May of this year. But from January to May, you know, a lot of a lot of um, transformation and huge things happened. And I kind of want to briefly like touch on what my journey was like at that point. Without going into too much detail, that would take forever. It's like one week of traveling is almost like one month of experiences in normal life. Maybe even more. Traveling is so, so rich and things can turn so, so quickly with the people you meet and everything. And. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm feeling my energy is very airy. Very, very airy. And um, so, yeah, I want to ground and, and get into it a little bit. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for coming back here. And if you heard anything from last year, I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me. That someone is hearing what I am saying. And I hope it'll be inspiring and that you like what I have in store. I'm really stoked about this podcast. I've been thinking about it for a long time and about to start up again. And, and, and now we're here and doing it. And yeah, also like getting ready for another journey in <laughs> not too long. So going out there again, traveling. But yeah, where we left off last time, I... We left off when I flew from Mexico to Guatemala and uh, Guatemala, I'd say Guatemala has become like my second home. It is very dear to me. Um, When I was in Mexico, I was considering going to Guatemala or Peru. I was like back and forth. Then I decided to go to Guatemala and I wanted to do some volunteering And I did, but I didn't really like the volunteering work that I did there. And it was quite isolating in the beginning. I stayed in a very beautiful city called Antigua. And I wrote a lot, a lot, a lot of poetry, which is good because I am releasing or self-publishing my own poetry collection next or this coming spring. But yeah, I just had like, mm, I don't know, I had like a, a journey with boundaries and meeting people who would step over my boundaries and realizing like how I didn't have enough boundaries and just it was a whole thing it was a whole thing I don't even like if I start going into it the episode is going to be just about that because it's too big but anyway I did get to Guatemala I got to Antigua I stayed pretty isolated there but then I went to the lake Lake Atitlan in Guatemala and there I stayed for gosh two or three months I got stuck by the lake it's uh they say the lake will either like lure you in or spit you out or have you coming back and to me I would say that all of the three things I feel like the energy of that place and like the intensity in which I healed was almost like the lake was spitting me out it was so painful um but it was so alluring I couldn't leave and yeah I'm totally going back (laughs) to this magical lake and I participated in this tantra festival which was a lot about you know again boundaries sacred sexuality and shadow work and just old tantric wisdom and yeah I would say my my journey was filled with a lot of tantra and yoga and intimacy and connection and everything that comes with that whole realm and I I thought that when when I was um first day of this tantra festival I looked at the board at the schedule and looked at all of the workshops and the things we were going to have and dive into and I thought okay <laughs> big changes is, is, is coming like I'm, I'm really doing the work now I am I am going to like really really heal here and yeah, that's definitely what happened. I ended up I ended up getting really sick at this point. I did get a UTI. 
that spread to my kidney. So I got a kidney infection and severe like fever and had to go to the hospital. And then I still kept going to the Tantra Festival, even though I was sick and like kept pushing my boundaries so much. Um, and then on the last day of the festival, I went home early and I sprained my ankle so fucking hard. So now I had also quite resisted doing the antibiotics for quite some time but then I figured when <laughs> when my kidneys were shutting down I, I, I kind of didn't have a choice I did try like to heal it energetically and back and forth and it did heal but then it came back and I just thought that okay let's let's um thank western medicine for saving my life this time and and um swallow the pills so that's what I did and but I sprained my ankle and then I couldn't walk <laughs> and so I was on antibiotics I oh my god I'm going into this I was on antibiotics I could not walk I had to be carried to my room while I was crying and the antibiotics fucked up my stomach so I had diarrhea like all day and I couldn't go out to buy food so I had my neighbor come buy me food and I had to like crawl to the bathroom like 10 20 times a day to poop and pooped myself and like I was a mess and emotionally as well I had pushed my boundaries so hard for so long that now my body was just shutting down on me and I was getting all of these messages from the universe to relax, take a step back and really just shut out everyone that was intruding my energetic space and my boundaries that I'd let come in that I just had to say like no to everything and everyone and just lay in my hammock and heal and think and yeah. So that was like uh, a perch cleanse I would say I, I got a cold as well and I was like running from my nose and and yeah so I had to like restart my health myself my journey at this point in Guatemala and um, I got better my my ankle slowly healed and thank you so much to my beautiful neighbor who brought me food once a day yeah um then I went to the mystical yoga farm, which is like an off-grid eco village community on the other side of the lake. And there I stayed for like a month and a half. And that also absolutely changed my life. Changed my life. That's where I learned to sing, to express. It was such a journey to learn how to express myself. And I stayed at this farm first as a guest but then I ended up volunteering there and I ended up teaching my first yoga classes there and I ended up playing the guitar and singing around the fire there I had the drum in the sacred sauna in the Temescal and that's where I cracked open my throat chakra and finally could sing <laughs> and play in front of people and I haven't stopped since and how to really like lead and live in a community mm. It was such a, a different and nourishing and challenging way to live. And that is also where I met my, my medicine. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. <laughs> it's a cactus. It's the San Pedro cactus, which I walked with and had a ceremony with um, at this farm for the first time, which changed, changed my life and changed who I am, changed how I walk, how I speak, how I how I sing, how I feel, how I talk to myself, how I look at myself, everything. But 
it's not a very known medicine and I'll go way more into it. We'll, we'll talk about it in, in the next episode with Ebony King we're talking about. We'll talk about this plant medicine, but it was a huge, also a huge like shift and turning point in my journey, but it was a, like a beautiful, beautiful one, even though it was so much crying and anger, it was like this like fine feeling of finally, finally coming home to myself, I would say. Uh, yeah, I'm just like brushing over Guatemala now, but that place meant so much to me. That's also where I fell in love with cacao. That's where I sat in cacao ceremonies with an indigenous family, a Mayan family, and I learned more about the Mayan culture and I'm going back there to learn even more about it. And I brought some of the medicine home. I've been serving cacao, serum, cacao since when I came home. I got the chance to serve cacao at this festival with our community here in Bergen and it's all thanks to Guatemala and the numerous cacao ceremonies I sat with there and keep developing my my relationship with this plant as well with with mama cacao and been such a huge part of my journey as well and I feel like she's living within me more and more every day and it's really beautiful as well and you know shamanism has been a huge it's been a huge part of my journey as well, which is has a lot to do with connecting with spirits, connecting with nature and the spirits in nature and kind of um, collaborating with them, like growing an intimate relationship with them and having them heal me and uh, being an instrument for the messages that they want to deliver to humanity. Um, yeah, I'd say that's that's a huge part of shamanism so oh wow I know I'm sharing a lot right now but I'm just so excited to and I just want to like give you a little like a little brief on where I am where I'm at what I've been up to and it's it's a very like broad overview and um but yeah I really wanted to share to get personal and sharing you know many offerings since I came back home playing music and serving cacao and yeah and this is all where you know it started and where it came from it was really Guatemala I would say mm. yeah I, I get emotional just thinking about that place and it's just been like a lot of political issues over there and roadblocks and you couldn't get in and out from the lake and um it was a very hard week when 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 guatemala was under pressure politically and it, it's better now which i'm very grateful for um but yeah i just feel really really connected to that place where i felt like i was kind of reborn and they gave me so much beauty they taught me how to walk the beauty way that was truly guatemala and um I thought I was going home after Guatemala really, but I just had too many synchronicities and too strong of a calling to go to Peru and walk um, and work more with the St. Pedro cactus. So that is what I did. I, I left Guatemala with so many tears running from my eyes as the shuttle bus drove away from this magical, magical lake. <laughs> This lake, it's um, it's kind of like a spiritual hub. You know, people, hippies, travelers come there from all over the world and you meet a lot of like 
intense personalities and 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 human beings who offer many different things and you know some of the connections i made there are like have deeply impacted and colored my life like just yeah truly such a, a potent potent place for it's like impossible not to heal when you go there i would say and um that's where I met Ebony King, who will be on the next episode of this podcast. But I'm jumping a bit back and forth now. I, yeah, I decided I had to go to Peru. It was such a strong, strong, strong calling to go work more with San Pedro in Peru. The San Pedro cactus is called Wachuma in Quechua, which is the ancient, no, which is the, uh, which is the, the language of the Aztecs of the Andes Mountains. And so, yeah, I went to Peru with this with this mission in mind and walk with Wachuma, I did. And uh, it was, Peru was just beautiful. I actually went on this retreat with uh, a good friend of mine that I met in Guatemala. He went back to the USA and then we met up again in Peru and he is just, I, my stomach like hurts with love for this guy, for this brother. Uh, yeah, he also does cacao ceremonies back in Texas and he has a podcast as well Which is called live thrivingly and that's where you can find him on Instagram as well shout out to my brother of lifetimes Jackson We walked all over the Andes together in so much beauty and oh my god I'm gonna cry. Oh Oh wow, Jackson, I miss you so much. I love you so much. I was just blasted back. <sighs> I was just taken back to a moment when we were laying in the grass after a long day of walking with Wachuma and we we're on our way back to where we were staying and we were laying in the grass and we were talking about my shoes, my <laughs> my best shoes in the world. I have like these alpaca shoes with the ayahuasca vine ingrained in it and they look so cute and like a grandma and I was like holding them up in the air and on what you mind being like, they're so feminine. I, I can't explain the moment, but it was just a... He's just, I just love him so much. And after the retreat as well, you know, we spent like the last week there together and just eating and going to spa and playing guitar and walking in mountains by ourselves as well. And he took me on this super high mountain where it was snowing. We were so many thousand meters above the sea level. I could barely breathe or walk, but we sat by a lake there and he wrote poetry and uh, yeah, I'm getting emotional talking about Peru as well. Um, I guess it's the most recent experience I had, you know, with the on the journey. So it feels it still feels kind of close. Still feel like I kind of have to go back to Peru. They also have the best kirtan, the best song circle with cacao, and which I went to every week. And also <laughs> to jump in timeline timelines even more, you know. In the, when I came to Peru, I, I spent some time in solitude there before I went into the Wachuma retreat with Jackson and the others. Um, and again, I got so, so sick. You know, I 
it was this cleanse that the nature and the lands of Peru gave me before I was going into this retreat and having another, you know, having another death before being reborn. And I got, yeah, I got really super sick. And I remember going out into nature and trying to connect with nature. I brought my drum and I tried to sing and drum, but it was just completely flat. Like I could not connect to the nature there because I had no idea how alive the mountains were and how alive the nature spirits were. And they just wouldn't let me in at the level that I was at. And so I had to learn to really, really have respect for nature and walk every step in prayer and gratitude and give offerings to the land and to the mountains and speak to them. And and after a while, the nature spirits showed themselves to me and and um, they're very happy. <laughs> they're very happy in Peru and and. Um, yeah, I just, I figure I have to keep, keep praying, you know, when I came back to Norway, I, when I went back into nature here, it's really not the same because I know this Peruvian guy who came to Norway and he said the mountains here are dead because no one's been praying to them. There's no, they're not dead. They're not dead. They're sleeping because no one's been praying to them. So I try to, to bring the, to bring this beautiful way of living really back here to Norway and I have been living the beauty way I would say since I came back and offering and talking to the mountains here and and um, appreciating them like I learned to do in Peru the hard way and um, yeah yeah wow Peru is also really close to my heart I wasn't really planning on going back to Peru this time around like I have quite a tight schedule when I go out traveling now this winter I'm going out traveling in December but maybe if Jackson comes I'll I'll go I'm actually looking at a picture of me and Jackson right now my my wall at my dad's in my old room at my dad's place is like covered with pictures of um, my travels so Uh, yeah, that was pretty much the end of the journey. Um, I gave you an update on Guatemala and Peru. These lands that I love, they changed me in the way I relate to the earth, really, and to myself and to everything around me and to beauty and to love and to giving, to receiving, to connecting. Mm, they put me on my path. They showed me my gifts and yeah, I'm here to just keep unfold, to keep unpacking these gifts that I've been given. Yeah. Wow, I felt really connected to Jackson in this sharing. I'm going to send him a message. (laughs) Oh, all right. And then, yeah, I came home and it was beautiful coming home as well. So emotional. I I will say I feel so connected and home in Bergen. I really, really love my home here. And, um, you know, the, the community here that we're forming and strengthening all the time. 
and yeah, getting visitors from my journey, getting Ebony to come visit from, yeah, she's been traveling all over. She came back this summer and I had Dylan, a dear, dear brother I met in or, or lived with in Colombia. He came to visit this summer and, and um, I was offered to hold this cacao ceremony at our, our like intimate community festival, which is like something that's very, very important to me, this festival. I got to host this cacao ceremony for 80 people. I'd never done it before. And that also absolutely changed the trajectory of the rest of <laughs> the year for me. Like up until this point, I kept kept holding cacao ceremonies. And I got so close with Vin, Carl Thomas, Ebony. We spent weeks together after this festival as well. And just having little ceremonies together and just astral traveling and bathing and walking and laughing and cuddling and just continuously being so surprised at how deep our connections could go so many tears so much joy so many openings and in both myself and my my dear my dear brothers and sisters and yeah we spent a lot of time at my cabin this summer and now fall Fall has come. It is very cozy um, with fall as well. And I'm kept really busy with the offerings that I've had here and with the vintage market that I'm running. And yeah, I'm able to make a living, still living very much as a nomad. Like sometimes I'll be at my dad, sometimes I'll I live mostly at my cabin and then some in my apartment in town, but I'm mostly renting that out and then I'll be sleeping at friends' places or wherever, really. I feel constantly on the mood move. I feel like I am a nomad and maybe it's just, maybe it's, maybe it's my genes that I come from a nomadic ancestry. Maybe it's just a face in life, maybe both. I think I see my future as a, you know, a place I can ground and call my own, not my own, but ours. <laughs> I want to live in a community and eco-village maybe, but yeah, my view of how I want to live my life in the future also keeps changing and I'm surprised that, you know, how before I started traveling, I was in a monogamous relationship for three and a half years and I wanted the house and the kids and the garden and the dogs. And now that's like, that's just not within any realm of what I want for my future <laughs> at all. So, um, you know, it's, it's way more community based now and um, this more cooperative way of living and sharing goods and yeah I've been reading a lot of poetry since I came back I've been writing a lot of poetry I'm very excited to give out my poetry collection and to perform around town it's also really nice and also what I didn't expect this um, new holistic center has opened up in Bergen which I was stoked about which kind of be yeah it has in the intention of becoming this um, hub in Bergen for growth and holistic health basically and I was there at their opening festival and I just love and adored it so much and so much gratitude for that um like gathering our community together 
and I ended up <laughs> because I loved it so much and it just felt so natural <laughs> I've ended up um, working there as well and yeah I'm going out traveling traveling again soon though so I'll be working more like regularly when I come back but yeah the future is looking and the now the present is looking very beautiful to me I feel like I I have everything I want I couldn't ask for more and yet I'm still so hungry and passionate about life and the things I want to create like this podcast and my poetry collection and cacao ceremonies and intimate concerts with my yeah first with my uh, dear brother called Thomas and god what what else gotten into yeah just oh, there is so much I could go on and on about the exciting things in my life and I will we will be getting some guests on the show have I only been talking for 31 minutes feels like I've been talking for so long wow because I've been taking you guys on such a long journey <laughs> yeah so that's a crazy intense update on my life Yeah, I think we will round it off here, actually. And God, goodbyes are always... Oh, yeah, that is something I'm not looking forward to with traveling this time, like the goodbyes. It's like They always come too soon, always too early with goodbyes. But I will have to practice, so I will tune out of this episode right now Thank you so much for tuning in, for being with me. All right, to every human being out there, I see your heart and I love it. And yeah, I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a beautiful rest of your day and farewell. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beauty Way podcast. Let's expand the bubble of beauty. Share something you learned on here with a friend. I'll be back next week. Until then, you can find me on Instagram at Leandra Valencia. Keep walking in beauty and all my love to you. Goodbye.